BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Well, today, a community will be saying their final goodbyes to two brothers who were killed during a police standoff last Friday, Jason Edwards and John Edwards. They'll be laid to rest this morning, 10 a.m., a gunman shot and killed them, causing a major standoff last Friday near 140th and Blondo. It was their their sister's boyfriend who shot yeah. him. Yeah. They were trying know. to be good brothers yeah. and help her move out. So it was a domestic violence thing that went upside down. Yeah. Ten-hour standoff. They're saying that first shooting, the guy called in at 10.20 a.m. Okay. on Friday. And then there's a ten-hour standoff. But they're saying it was tough for... Uh, law enforcement because the guy didn't know where he was. Yeah, the address. Um, you know, he'd been shot. Yeah. So all they were doing is they had to their jump off was where the cell phone Signal. tower was that the the call bounced off. Oh, so it took them forty okay. minutes. They were saying that was pretty impressive that they're able to dial it in. Yeah, dial it in without an address. Wow, that's that is pretty impressive. So today so. it's some um, you know today is going to be a sad day for a lot of people here in the area. Um, a memorial fund though has been set up. For the um, for their children, uh, you can donate to any Bank of the West or First Nebraska Educators Credit Union location, and there um, is a fundraiser going on. We'll give you more details on that coming up later. And Omaha's fallen police officers are going to be commemorated at a new memorial, the Horses of Honor Project. It was announced yesterday by Mayor Gene Stothert and Police Chief Todd Smotter. Do you remind me of those does? Remember that one thing called something? Doe? Oh yeah, John Does around oh, town. Oh yeah, okay. Remember the man? There was yeah. just a man. It was yeah. the out- Outline of a person, and they yeah. art, and those are all over. Thing. So these are like horses. They got the idea from Chicago. They do it in Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. They do cows there, right? Horses well, in Chicago. They, oh, they do horses in Chicago. Okay, for the fallen cows. officers type of thing. So this is the deal. It's going to be eight life-size statues of a mounted uh, patrol unit to commemorate fallen Omaha police officers. Oh, okay. And then there's going to be one canine statue in memory of, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to remember the dog's name, the canine officer that just... Cobus. Cobus, thank you. Um, the statues are going to be created by area artists, and they're going to be unveiled Turner Park May 20th. It's going to mark the one-year anniversary of the death of Officer Carrier Roscoe, who was shot in the line of duty. A tribute concert and festival are going to take place at Turner Park on May 21st, but we're going to start seeing those around. I think it's like a one-year project. And uh, An Omaha teacher accused of throwing a chair at a student will not be charged. The 13-year-old middle school student suffered a bruise and welt on his leg last month after an 8th grade robotics teacher allegedly became angry and threw a chair in class. Now, the Omaha City Prosecutor's Office says that there were conflicting statements. Maybe the robot threw the chair. What happened? (laughs) That's amazing. When do we have robotics teachers? Oh, yeah, and, and middle school and stuff. My brother Seamus is on a robotics team. Right, but they didn't but have them when we were. Oh in no, 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 no! This is class. no, no. This is like the whole new. That's the whole new thing. It's like they go to robotics competitions. They build stuff. They, and they get they battle, right? Like the battle bots. No, they're not battle bots. No, well, they have that TV show where they, they have children working on a future yeah. future murder bot. Uh, there's a big robotics competition that's coming to the area. I think it's going to be out at the SAC Museum. And it's going to, I mean, it, it was like a big deal. They set out a press release. But, yeah, robotics is like the, the cool new 
thing. Kids building all sorts of weird stuff. And, but so this teacher got in trouble. Yeah, so this teacher got in trouble, but they're saying that there were conflicting reports. So Omaha City's prosecutor's office said that there wasn't, there was insufficient evidence. So while he is not being charged, this uh, teacher was suspended after the incident and is no longer employed by the he, district. He, he hit somebody's leg? Yeah. Uh, I, the, the story is is that he became enraged. I think that they were, you know, goofing around or something. Yeah, and they weren't in, didn't put the chairs in. Yeah, they didn't. So basically, in the pantheon of things that go down anymore at schools, I'd be like, "Did he molest them?" And they're like, oh. "No, no, 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 he just hit him." I'd be like, "Woof, ooh, <laughs> stop and it." And we're good. I mean, I'm cool with that. Oh no. Uh, the Creative so. Visual Arts Robot Expo is uh, this Saturday. Cool. It's this Saturday at the Strategic Air and Space Museum uh, from 8 until 5 p.m. It's going to be big. So, so like the, the Creative Visual Arts Expo 2016, Nebraska Robotics Expo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Seamus is on a robotics team. It's pretty cool. He builds all this stuff, he and his buddies, and they go and they compete. I mean, this I don't is know. your nephew. No, my, my brother. Oh, your my brother. brother. Seamus. Okay. Yeah, he builds all this stuff, and it's like... You just want to introduce him. Not but, everyone knows. No, no, name. yeah, no. I mean, it's just bananas. I mean, it's it's crazy. My dad will send me pictures from his competitions. I was like, he built that. He'd be like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's not what I was doing. He's a when genius. I did. That's not what I was doing when I was his age. How old is he? Around. He's twelve. Okay. Yeah, he's a little guy. Uh, Omaha is adding manpower to its pothole repair efforts. City, uh, the reports are that the city public works department is supplementing its repair crews with 20 workers from the parks department. There have been more than 1,200 reports of potholes in Omaha so far this month, and the mayor's office says the addition of the parks workers to the pothole repair effort will see the city's five public work yards uh, send out three or four crews. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, have you hit a couple? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. So they're hopefully going to take advantage of this nice weather this weekend and get a lot of uh, a lot of these holes around town filled. Hillary Clinton's daughter Chelsea is going to be in Omaha today. Get out and caucus with Chelsea Clinton. It's an event that's going to take place at the Four Sisters Boutique at 110th near Prairie Hills Drive. Doors open this afternoon at 3.30. And oh, President Obama is sticking to his plan to nominate a candidate to replace the late Justice Scalia. At a briefing yesterday, Obama said the Constitution is pretty clear on what should happen in the event of a vacancy on the Supreme Court. Prominent Republicans have indicated that Obama should refrain from nominating Scalia's successor due to it being an election year. Obama said blocking his nominee isn't how American democracy works. And the Republican presidential candidates are preparing to field questions from voters in town hall style meetings next two nights. They're all gearing up for that uh, election this Saturday in South Carolina. So Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio and Ben Carson, they're going to appear on tonight's program on CNN. And then tomorrow night features uh, Donald Trump, Jeb Bush and John Kasich. And they are going to be, uh, it's like town hall stuff. So I feel people. Like it's never going to end. I know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But tonight should be interesting. I mean, when it's only three of them and the public yeah. is asking him questions, don't you feel like we could get better answers? Like they won't necessarily go after each other or it'll be more, uh, more civilized. Um, I guess uh, Ted Cruz is getting in trouble um, with uh, he just he's having a week. It seems like what do you do? Uh, he drew a hard line on an issue about uh, um, about uh, gluten free MREs. You know the the meals ready to eat in the yeah. field. I guess he took a hard line on the issue Tuesday, saying that the Pentagon is politically is being politically correct by providing gluten free MREs. 
And people are like freaking out. They're like, no, celiac, hello. So Cruz's speech in South Carolina has been criticized after he said that there'd be no gluten-free meals provided by the military if he were president. It's like, why? What? Nobody asked. <laughs> like, why are you sticking your neck out for something that's just unnecessary? A judge is ordering Apple to help the FBI get into one of the San Bernardino shooters' phones. The company says it'll fight the decision. Investigators haven't been able to unlock the phone of one of the shooters because of encryption technology. Now, Apple CEO Tim Cook says that they won't create a backdoor to the iPhone. Uh, the shooters opened fire on a holiday party in San Bernardino back in December, killing yeah, 14 people. Remember, they said this out of the gate when they rolled out those I- the, the newer iPhones. They were like, man, we don't want it to be crackable. So we want to yeah. get out of this. Remember how mad everybody was you we bet. were at Verizon? From getting it all companies. out. And, and it wasn't Verizon's fault. We found out all of them had been turning over our metadata to the NSA. When they so asked, So Cook yeah. was saying, hey, this is the modern era where the government's going to be able to pull these security ticking bomb scenario yeah. and crack everything. So they're like, we're just, we're going to stay out of it. We don't ever want to be asked, you know, to go in and crack their phone. We're just going to make encryption technology. Nobody can crack it. So what do you think they should do? Well, the FBI, well, the James Comey. James Comey doesn't like it. He's head of the FBI. He yeah. out of the gate was like, oh, it's not good. Basically, all you're like, seeing terrorists think? using nothing but iPhones because they know that they're uncrackable. I guess Cook is telling Apple's customers why he's blasting this. So he wrote an open letter. It was published at Apple.com, and it says that the FBI wants Apple to remove the limit on the number of times a passcode can be tried. On all phones or just this phone? I think on basically on all phones. Okay. I mean, this phone in particular, Cook says that that would require Apple to write code for a backdoor, which once created would be oh, open be to a abuse. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Cook says it isn't true that the government would use the tool only once and on only one phone. He's like that is a fallacy. Uh, Cook goes on to say that it could be used over and over on any number of devices once created. Ironically, and that Tim Cook is totally down with that backdoor, though. <laughs> cool. Well, we know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not exactly the most. Oh, no. No! All right, so they're talking about uh, he's, he's not going to do it then. Well, a judge is end. ordering them to do it. But he's still saying he's not going to do it, right? Well, it's if a judge orders it and it becomes like a, a precedent of law, then he's... It's a showdown. It's, it's a showdown. It's a, it's a legal industry. showdown. Mm-hmm. So how, how what level of freedom do you think you deserve as an American with your information? You think you deserve to have the right to? I should have freedom, but nobody if nobody gets in, a terrorists, you know. Well, and he's if, saying that this is a slippery slope. They're claiming that, you know, I mean, he said, yeah, this is a one-time only type of thing that they're claiming. He's like, yeah. there's no such thing. Once it's created, once the gene yeah. is out of the bottle, yeah. and that's it. So he's sort of fighting for personal freedom, but people are saying, yeah, but these are, you know, let's find out what's in the, that we could be missing out on possible people that they were in contact with, texts that they sent, things like that. Tons of stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. A former Treasury secretary is uh, floating the idea of maybe getting rid of the $100 bill, saying that that would make life harder on tax cheats and other criminals. Larry Summers he says a study by the Harvard Business School argues that getting rid of large denomination bills would create problems for criminals but have little effect on legitimate businesses. You sure make those rando gifts you give to you know nieces and nephews when they graduate a lot less sexy. You know, when it's yeah. Right. Remember when yeah. you get a $100 bill? There's oh, nothing like getting Bam. a crisp 
hundred dollar bill when you like graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I still remember the first one hundred dollar bill I got, and it was graduation. So dirtbag criminals um, would have to trade in stacks of twenties. Right, he says that the, the, the thought, um, the line of thought being, uh, large denomination bills make it easier to carry out illegal activities because a million dollars and hundreds can be carried in something as small as a briefcase. Okay, where so. if they got rid of the bigger denominations, carrying around a million dollars in like twenties and fives and tens or would nickels, be a lot more, be really a lot more briefcases. <laughs> exactly, pallets. Yes. So uh, I guess the difference is criminals would have a tougher time moving million dollars when it's uh, twenty dollar bills because that would be fifty pounds. I guess okay. if you had a million dollars in twenties, it would weigh fifty pounds. <laughs> Isn't it? I always find if I have a hundred dollar bill, I I really struggle getting rid of it. It's hard to break it. I went it. to uh, Harrah's. I went to the casino last Friday. And that's the brilliant thing. Like, if you take money out of that ATM, and let's say you say $100, it's going to kick you out a $100 bill. Yeah. Which is fine if you're gambling, but right. you can make the mistake when you go over there and you're going to go see a show at Stir Cove. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, I'm probably going to buy some beers. I need to get cash. And you go over and you're like, hmm. Because, you know, it also does the deal. What do they charge? Like five bucks to use the yeah. ATM or something? Yep, they So you're like, you. well, I don't want to go back. It is the weekend. All right, 100 You click 100 kick shot a $100 bill. You're like, no! Gone. I don't like... <laughs> and you're a jerk. You can't go buy a beer with a hundred dollars for like a dope. Yeah, they got to break really it down funny. and it's easier just to throw it out there. I'll buy you around. Yeah. I'll buy everybody around. So I got a hondo yeah. in my wallet that uh, a hondo. It's gonna sit in there for a while. <laughs> it's gonna be hold on to it. Might be the last one you see. It's interesting. I guess certain in certain uh, circles. So like it came from this report about the uh, 500 euro note, which is like the equivalent of like the hundred dollar bill. And apparently in certain circles, it's known as the Bin Laden, on account of the fact that like basically illicit activities are facilitated. When 500 euro notes, it's like, I guess if you wanted to spend a million dollars in five euro notes, it would weigh like two pounds as opposed to like 50 pounds if it were the case in $20 bills. So they're saying that the only people that are really working in the $100 hemisphere besides people like Jeff, who's just going to let it <laughs> languish. I mean, is going to affect most of us? This sounds exciting. Exactly. I know. <laughs> it's not. I mean, that's the thing. Like when I was reading this, I was like, I can't even tell you the last time I saw... Or was in the presence of a hundred dollar. They're all doing it. They're saying the European Central Bank is talking about phasing out the five hundred dollar euro right. note. It's what all the Russian they uh, all use mobsters it. use. They just show up in a briefcase and boom, you pop it open. So they're saying maybe we could make it a little less harder for them to just be inconspicuous with their dealings if you have to carry around a 50-pound case. I bet you lots of pe- anyone who deals in large sums of money also <laughs> uses $100 bills yes. and $500, not just criminals. Easy to but carry. not really, though. I mean, it, it seems like everything now is credit card. You know, like if you're if you go someplace, if you're I spending have some friends of, that use nothing but cash and they're loaded yeah. and that's probably the reason why they're loaded. They're just uh, they're cash based. They're, yeah, they're just cash based people. No, so. you've got a lot of drug dealer friends. <laughs> right, <so. laughs> exactly. Well, now we know what kind of people Pimps. you're spending time with. Yeah. <laughs> the big party show. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up laughing. All that $100 talk. Have you guys ever seen a $500? Have you ever guys ever had a $500 bill? No. No. I, I didn't know if that existed, but it, apparently it does. But they're talking about outlawing $100 bills. Yeah. To I guess no one really carries around a $500 bill. What is... They were going to outlaw him. He's just saying that this former Treasury Secretary, right? Is that yeah, who it is? Yeah, he was calling on the fact that... Um, Lawrence Summers saying oh, if yeah. we didn't 
if we stopped making them, maybe we would make it harder for illicit criminal activity that mm-hmm. exchanges uh, stuff in cash, the deal in cash. And so the on the European uh, side, they're saying the Central Bank of Europe wants to maybe phase out the $500 euro because it's also used by criminals. So get rid of $500 euros and get rid of $100, $100 bills. bills. $100 bill, yo. I mean, I can't even... I, I, I guess How often do you see a 50? I feel like you never right. see a 50 anymore. I see more hundreds than I do 50. Well, I, let me just rephrase well, that. Well, you're listening to you while you're all <laughs> swagger. I mean, there's more, more cocaine on the money in your wallet than <laughs> Pablo Escobar's I feel like I see mustache. more 50s. You see more 50s? Yeah, because 50s something that you can tuck into a, you know, like, a hey, bra. here you go, Merry Christmas, you know, like... Here's $50. And oh, look at money bag. You rich. Well. Going to Star Wars all the time. I know. Tuck, tuck Damn. Tuck in a, a, tuck pays a everybody out of the 50s in her bra. <laughs> it's like the piggy bank. The kids Did come she? up to mom. Molly's kids come up and go, Mom, put their hand out. She reaches in her bra. Hold on a second. <laughs> Moves her phone first. Share some of that 50 with your sister. Mom's got to fish around her bra. For some cash. Remember that when we were little kids and you'd uh, go to you'd go to like a pizza place and you and your parents would give you quarters to play video games. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Does that even exist anymore? Video sure. Games? You know, and you had to, oh, yeah. you had to share with your brother or sister. We just uh, went to Chuck E. Cheese for you guys a birthday went to party. Chuck E. Cheese, okay. Yeah, we were invited to a birthday party. But and that wouldn't give you a lot of money. I mean, you had to learn learn to make it last. really share. Your parents would give oh. you like seventy five cents. They give you three quarters and be like, "You shared that." You're like, <laughs> "How do you like, share seventy five cents?" Thirty five cents. That's three games of Galaga. We'll make it work. Uh, Cycle in and out. And you make Don't your, be reckless with your three guys. Your you three know spaceships. who always gets killed in that deal? The younger sibling. Oh, yeah, I got killed all the time. I'd have to sit there and watch. I watched Declan just totally take advantage of his sister's good nature. Mary, you don't mind if I take more? She's like, no! She's so excited that she's a part of things. Yeah. And he is just I remember, absolutely gutting her. I remember sitting there on a stool at a at a game. Um, they don't have them anymore, but a game place. And, and I remember that one at West Show. Did you guys ever go to that one? There was a game room oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember sitting there on a stool and watching my brother play, and it felt as if... Was it Gizmos? I was playing. I think it was Gizmos. Gizmos was on the old market, I thought. That was the old market. I can't remember. What was it, the West Shows? I remember that was a popular... That's where we all went, is right there at the... Uh, I mean, that's that where... That, that was called daycare. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not lying. My, yes. When we were kids, you would we would take the city bus... To the Westroads, like, and I have an older brother and older sister, and we were there like every day. Yes, run it, mall kids. We were mall rats, mm-hmm. and you went there with no money, and you somehow made it last, or whatever money you had, you had right. to last all day to afford an Orange Julius, some money to to blow at Gizmos, yep, and your bus fare home. That's it. Now we we're mall rats. Now you'll never do that. Mall rat. No one would ever let their kid run around the mall without them. No, I was actually really impressed with uh, with the um, the security at Chuck E. Cheese when we went. Like, I didn't quite understand what they were doing. Um, we go in, and it's like velvet rope. Like, you can't, you know. They, they, like it was legit security? Yeah, so it was like this little, nice, kindly little la- old lady. She's like, oh, can I see your hands? She gives us all a hand stamp, but it doesn't show up. It's like invisible. 
I was like, all right, well, that's weird. And she's like, are the three of you together? It was me and the two kids. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And she stamped each of our hands and we left or whatever. So then when we're going to leave, she's like, ah, ah, ah let me see your hands. And she shines a black light on all of our, it, apparently it was a, a number stamp. Yeah. And it was the, to let the, us know that we were together. We were a group. So right, I couldn't. Sense. So I couldn't leave with them. If I if like my stamp didn't match up with their stamps or whatever, because that's got to be the number one place to go for families and pedophiles. I mean, it's like <laughs> they, a candy store, it, right? Like pedophiles talking to each other. What are you gonna do today? I gotta go. Just kind of look around. No, it's horrifying, right? Yes. No, I mean, I, but I was really impressed with just how savvy and low key. It was, you know, I mean, they just stamped us. I didn't even think anything of it. And it wasn't until we left and she's, you know, shining us with the black light that I realized, like, nobody could walk out of here. Well, it's also, I'm sure it's a food thing, right? I mean, don't you, is it all you can eat? But the, I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese's, so I don't know. I'm just familiar with it. This was, I've never been. This was my first time going. It, okay. was, a birth, it was a birthday party. So it was like a Tuesday at noon. Like, huh. they're not a lot of people. Was it them, uh, animatronics or whatever going up there? Oh, yeah. It was super creepy. Like, singing the whole, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, it is up. your birthday. Yeah, and then a guy comes out in the suit. Yeah. And he comes running around, like, where's the birthday girl giving high fives to all the kids? You're like, he's in the suit. Well, one of the perks of a, of a Westo, formerly Westo pizza place called Benet Pizza, which is now closed. Yeah. It was yeah. on Restaurant Rescue. That's right. Yeah. But Benet Pizza was at 120th and uh, Maple. And the perk of Benet was uh, they refurb- the Landfairs refurbished old arcade games. And there was a lock on the back door. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, so it was a lock lock. Okay. I think it was like violation. Okay. Like you had to put a chain around it. So but when you were a parent, you knew there was only one way in and out. Okay. So parents could go relax, give I their see. kids quarters to go to the back of the restaurant. Okay. And if they wanted to leave that restaurant, they had to come past you. Okay. So I just thought that it. made sense to me. It's like, you got to have all that locked down in the modern era. You can't lose eye contact with your kids unless you're guaranteed. Oh, man, isn't that sad? Coverage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Kayla. Um, the name of the arcade in the bottom of the West Roads was the Tilt. Oh no, the that, Tilt. That was uh, that was later. That was later. We're back saying, in the day, baby. Everybody online saying Tilt, but there was. And then uh, there's also in uh, it's off the of Maple somewhere. Uh, I think it's in Benson the Beercade. Yeah, we know right. about that. Beercade's yeah. like modern era. Yeah, we're talking about way back in the day. Uh, it was actually uh, on the main floor. Uh, by one of the exits, I remember it so clearly. But yeah, it was. Then they moved when, as they uh, what do you call it? Renovated the the Westwoods Mall. They moved that giant thing downstairs where nobody went to. I don't even know if anything's down there anymore. I yeah. Well, now they just it's so it's stores. Down on Westroads, yeah. Have you I mean, been down to that bottom? It bottom, would be bottom? Von Mar. At one point, it was basically kind of where Von Mar would be. The, the do you old, remember the different yep. incarnations of it? Yeah. Well, the final version of it I remember was on. It would be on that sort of that main level. Yeah. You could enter from the, the, the you could enter from the west side of the building. Yeah. It yeah. had its own entrance into that arcade. <laughs> oh I'm man. telling you, I think it was Gizmos. I think it, the original name Gizmos. of the old arcade at Westroads I thought was Gizmos. That was the one in the old market because I remember Gizmos down there and my dad having a Gizmos T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It was the coolest thing ever. I'm so bummed. I wish I knew where that thing was. <laughs> I think it would have been Gizmos. Of- Celebrity news, Molly. What's up? Well, uh, <laughs>
Kanye West apparently had a backstage meltdown moments before he was supposed to go and perform on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. There are sources saying that Lauren Michaels, you know, the head of Saturday Night Live, had to personally go and reason with Kanye. It all started over, I guess, he suddenly started flipping out about the set, the SNL set, which was a video screen and not much else. And um, I think that was like of his design. But uh, Kanye was... some kind was, of technical issue. And then he's like, I'm going to walk off. Like, he's, that's what they're saying. It got ugly during the commercial break. Yes. So Kim, his wife, Kim Kardashian, was in the audience with her sister, Kylie Jenner. And I guess Kim had to come backstage and like... Talk calm him, him down. Yeah, exactly. There were some few. They say that there were uh, um, a few really tense moments where it looked like he was going to leave. Is that common? Is no. that common for people to do that on, no. on that show? But I said Lauren right. wasn't stressed. It was not, just like, I've dealt with this before. Not the day of. Okay. I've heard of people flipping out during rehearsal week like they're like i can't do this this is harder than i thought like i don't think people realize how scary it is to do live television a lot of these actors and performers have never really performed on you know i mean as as far as the musical acts they perform live in stadiums and stuff like that all the time but i'm saying for like the talent the actors the performers who are the guests they don't usually have that kind of um, exposure, and so they kind of had that moment during the week where they're like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna flop, and the whole world is gonna see, and this is gonna be terrible." So I've heard of that happening, and usually people get talked out of it. But for Kanye to flip out moments before they're supposed to go, that could be a real bad moment for so the that, show. So that's Saturday on SNL, and yes. then Monday night, I never saw him at the Grammys. He had been tweeting no. out that he wasn't going to go to the Grammys yeah. unless he got Album of the Year, even though he wasn't nominated. <laughs> He was tweeting like, you must nominate me from the stage and give me up in the year I won't show up. So he didn't show up, and then Taylor obviously bashed him. Yes. Then he lit up Twitter yeah. um, Monday night during the Grammys, and then it looks like yesterday he picked up. So the last text during all the negativity was all positive energy. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, he was all on to the price of school books, which are a valid point. Yes, I like it. So the next text is picked up 17 hours ago, and it's nothing about the fighting. He just texted, I have a friend who works really hard and makes $370 a day. Her son just got in a really good school, and his textbooks are like $400 each. I mean, his mom has to work two days just to afford one book for her son. She's given everything she has to make her son has a better future. These are series of tweets isn't this great it's kind of like when dad suddenly realizes that like after paying all the bills for the months that there's nothing left and all of a sudden he grips and he's yeah. like we need to start cut shut off lights and stuff like i feel like you know he went broke he always you know, says he's 53 million dollars in debt so now all of a sudden he's ranting about the cost of school books probably it, something he never noticed uh, before he should say i'd rather teachers got paid more and books cost less yeah, he, says, sure. steve, yeah. he says steve jobs wanted to lower the cost of textbooks education puts americans into debt blah 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 it's funny <laughs> like these are the conversations your parents used to have at yes. like a dinner yeah. table and Dad could, got all worked up. Dad would get worked up. <laughs> Mom would calm him down. Right. It's like, instead, he has to take this to Twitter. Where's Kim? I know. What does Kim do all day? Can she's taking down? selfies. She's doing, she's taking selfies. Emoji stuff. I don't know. Yeah, she's busy with her, uh, you know, empire, the Kardashian empire. She doesn't have time for this crazy talk. So he's $53 million in debt. This is Kanye. That's what, at least what he's claiming when he tweeted earlier this week. And he was asking Mark Zuckerberg to invest a billion dollars into the Kanye West ideas. <laughs> like, oh, God. So that's um, why he's blowing him up. Yeah, he's freaking out because he, da- dad's flipping out about money. 
That's the thing they say. You know, a, a source close to him said, a source close to the situation at SNL said, you know, he's under a lot of pressure. He's got a new line that he's rolling out uh, fashion-wise, and he chose to do it the exact same week he's rolling out a new album. And it's also, like, all this money tied up. It's like make-or-break time, and he's stressing. Again, where's Kim? She was, she was at the Grammys, I guess. I'm trying to look at photos here. I'm, I'm trying I to follow hear. her Twitter feed now. Will yeah. you please relax your man? Molly, you'd never let your husband be running with this wild, would you? No! Yes. Are you kidding me? I would have taken his phone away just... I mean, it would have taken one crazy tweet for me to, like, stick my nose into what he's up to. And then it would have taken about two or three more crazy tweets for me to be, like, shutting it down. Dad's taking a break. If you want to tweet, you got to go through me. You tell me what you want me to type, and I will decide whether or not that that's not crazy enough to go out there in the universe. He only follows one person on Twitter. And it's Kim. 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 It's Kim Kardashian. He follows one, his wife. And 19.1 million people follow him. So she's got to be sitting across from him. Like no one. Her phone going off, looking down like, oh, brother. Oh, here we go. Oh, man. Woo! Grits down. How maybe weird. she maybe maybe she lets him because it's less that she's got to deal with. Maybe if he weren't tweeting it, he would be following her around the house saying this stuff to her. And she's like, you know what? Here's a phone. Why don't you go ahead and type that out to the 19 million people you who might care? Be right. You might be right. She comes home from a long day of shopping. Yes. And he's like, oh my god, wants to talk her ear off. All she wants to do is. Pour a drink yeah. and relax. Right. Oh, boy. And right, so, so she just hands him the phone. Why don't you go ahead and tweet that? I was wrong about the Grammys and her being there. She's just posting photos of her when she was there. Yeah, they were not there. Not, nobody yeah. was there from their tribe. That yeah, was she's not... like my favorite pictures. And Jeez. Oh, Trust is, me. If they had been there, the cameras would have been all over them. We all three oh, yeah. watched. We didn't see them on the red carpet. We didn't see... That would have been a spectacle. They would have... He would have... I'm going to let you finish. They would have shown him when Taylor got her award. Because they would have shown his reaction yeah, face to whatever. That would have been better oh, yeah. than anything that happened at the Grammys. Absolutely. I would have loved to have seen Kanye get up three times. Take away awards. I hope, I think they should hire uh, uh, Kanye to go to the Oscars. <sighs> and every time it should have been a black winner, he should get up. <laughs> I'm he not going to let you finish. Year. Remember, he did that to Beck. Oh, Remember, yeah. Remember, yes, he, he totally did. ruined Beck's, like, he, Beck Didn't got Album artist. of the Year, and yes. he got, uh, and he stood up, and he was like, oh, you know what, and then he made the face, like, you know what, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this, and they're all like, oh, please don't do it, please, Kim's, like, dying, sitting next to him, they and Beck's were. like, no, come on up, it's okay, come on up. Beck was being a real good sport about it. <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but he totally insulted him. And Later, uh, he did. Yeah. Later, he was like, yeah. he shouldn't have won. That yeah, was an so. album of the year. That yeah. is your celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. We ought to just call it the Kanye Chronicles. There you go. I love it, actually. I'm going to let you finish. Fun to read. The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.